0: You cannot be successful in marketing and advertising until you know this one thing. So you think you know marketing, huh? As a small business person, it can be tough to keep everything straight, especially when marketing and advertising professionals can't even explain the difference between marketing and advertising, and they use those terms interchangeably. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on that right now, but for an entire episode on the difference between marketing and advertising, go to totallyhype.com and search for The Difference Between Marketing and Advertising. This episode is about making sure you have the odds of success on your side for every dollar and minute you spend promoting your business. The good news is in order for you to be good at marketing and advertising your small business, you only need to know one thing. That one thing is never be the buyer of a service. Be the buyer of a result. A result defined by you, not the marketer. If you buy any marketing or advertising service without understanding what I mean, Your effort will fail at least 70% of the time, both perceptually and literally. Nothing you can do about it. That's what's going to happen. The only tricky thing about making this as easy as it sounds is you need to know what you're trying to accomplish with your business. That's oftentimes harder than it sounds. I can hear my dad, who's been in the car business at every level for 65 years, saying, all I want to do is sell more cars. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. As easy as that sounds, I've seen him do some of the most brilliant things to sell more cars, and some things that have had no chance of selling more cars. I want to help small businesses avoid the latter. The persistent problem for small businesses is twofold. First, the way marketing and advertising is sold is not in line with what it takes to improve your business. The second problem is you, without realizing it, let your ego drive decisions instead of logic. Here are a few things that a marketing outfit might offer. Top rankings in Google. Driving traffic to your website. A radio ad on a top-rated or favorite radio station a lot of people following you on social media. The issue is that none of those things will automatically improve your business. Just because that's what you've heard you should do means nothing. Even worse, buying something because that's what your competitor is doing is a recipe for disaster. Here's a couple of quick stories. A guy came in off the street and asked if we could get him 1,500 Twitter followers for his pizza joint in a local small community. I said, well, that seems like a strangely specific request. Why do you want 1,500 followers? His reply was, because my competitor has 1,100 and I want more. We could have easily gotten him the 1,500 followers. Why did I refuse the job? Because he just wanted the optics of having 1,500 followers. He wasn't trying to improve his business, and a very short time after we got him the 1,500 followers, and nothing improved about his business, there's a high likelihood he would have considered it a failure and blamed me. Here's another hard knocks learning moment for my career. When I started, websites were just becoming a thing. Yeah, I know. I'm old. Not only could we build websites, but we were already in the business of driving traffic to websites. After all, there's no sense in having a website if nobody ever goes there. I landed a good-sized client. We doubled traffic to their site in the first month, and everyone was jacked up about it. In month two, we were in a meeting bragging about the surge in analytics. Look at all this traffic. Two and a half times more than before we started. We're so awesome. The company's wily CEO just sat quietly until there was a break in the action. And then he said this. This is all fine and good, but we've not sold one more widget, and our call volume is actually down. What good is all of this? These are just numbers. In his very subtle way, he just ripped my head off, spine still attached, and threw it on the ground. That moment changed my life. I realized that driving all the people in the world where I wanted them to go meant nothing if there was no reason for them to be there and act in the way that caused real results for the business. It makes me cringe to think of how naive I was, but I'm glad I can save you the trouble. I could argue that we did exactly what we set out to do and we were successful at it, but that CEO was right. We were aiming at the wrong result. Our result looked awesome but meant nothing to the business. Everything we would have done for that project would have been different had we been trying to sell more widgets and not just drive traffic. Your takeaway should be clear. Do not buy a radio ad. Do not buy paid search or SEO. Do not buy any marketing or advertising tactic unless the seller can draw a direct line between the tactic and how it will improve your business the way you want it to. Write this down, commit it to memory, do whatever you need to do, but remember this. The deliverable is a measurable improvement in your business. Settle for nothing less. The money you agree to spend should be relevant to the result. For example, if your result is to increase the sale of a widget by 5%, and that would mean another 250K in additional revenue, you should feel comfortable paying an amount equal to or less than any other tactic you could employ to get a similar result. That's it. It's that simple. If you want more information about making sure you can measure results, go to totallyhype.com and search for the episode called Making It Count. If you want more information on the logic behind choosing the right tactic to achieve your result, check out the episode Before You Spend $1 on totallyhype.com.